Praise God, uh, my dear brothers and sisters. Um, my name is Brother Solomon Igosango Shibairo. By the grace of God, I am an elder in training in Christ Coast City Church, Nairobi. Today morning, I want to share with you some aspects of Christianity, or what somebody may say, living as a Christian in our daily life. Before we do this, I wish us to pray, and then we can move on. Our Father in heaven, I thank you this morning for being our God and our Lord. Father, I ask you, Papa, to teach us your way. May you reveal yourself to through our word. Oh, Papa, we pray that you may give us teachable hearts, teachable spirits. In Jesus' name I pray and believe. Amen. Um, I want to read the four sections of the book of James, which where James has tried to deal with the way one should live as a Christian. Uh, I want to read chapter 1, verse 2 to verse uh, 6, and then chapter 2, verse 1 to 4, and then uh, chapter the same chapter, verse 8 to 9, and finally uh, verse 14 to verse uh, 17. Chapter 1, verse 2, it says, Consider the pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance might finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. If any of you asks lacks wisdom, you ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and do not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Let me end there. Um, by chapter 2 it says, My brothers, as believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, don't show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in shabby clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and saying, Here is a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, You stand there or sit on the floor by my feet? Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with the evil thoughts? Verse 8, if you really keep the royal law found in the scripture, love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point guilty of breaking it all. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. Finally, verse 14, What good is it, my brothers, if a man claims to have faith, but has no deeds? Can such a faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to him, Go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is, is it? The same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. Amen. Now, James was trying to write uh, this book, I believe, The Early Times of Christianity, to show Christians on how they may live. 
any if you read the whole book of James, he has given examples of many things. But allow me to concentrate on mainly uh, those that are found in chapter one and chapter two. Um, from chapter two, uh, for the first three verses, James is uh, reminding us on two people who come and you show the poor on a poor place to sit while the rich is given favorable places. James is warning us against this practice. We like practicing it against us. And he warns us in verse 4, Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? God wants us not to discriminate against ourselves. He hates that. God wants us to love one another. And he has said in verse 8, Love your neighbor as yourself. God, in giving his greatest commandment, he told us, love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And then he said, the second and uh, final one is that you must love your neighbor as you love yourself. Definitely, when one loves themselves, they will not sin against them. For example, they will not break anything against them. Uh, they will not commit adultery against them. They will not murder. They will not backbite them. They will not hurt them because you love their neighbor. Then secondly, from verse 12, uh, sorry, from verse 14, uh, Apostle James is showing us that we can only show love or live as Christians if we practically show our faith. And he has included a faith here of a person who is lacking um, clothes and daily food. And he was saying, if someone came to you and they said, dear brother, I do not have clothes, or I do not have food, and you just prayed for them and left them, you are not doing much. The word of God is saying you need to go out and see whether you can provide for this, or whether you can provide a means in which this can be found. For he wants us to practice our faith by providing, even in the physical, that's the only evidence we can put in practice our faith. So the word of God is telling me that there are various aspects in which we need to practice daily to show Christianity. One, we don't have to show, uh, discriminate amongst ourselves. Otherwise, some showing favoritism. God is commanding us to love one another. Christians, we are fond of discriminating one another in different ways. Sometimes we provide, if we are giving food, we give them differently from different people. If we are uh, doing anything, we have tended to discriminate. And discrimination comes here in form of gender, it comes in form of age, or even discriminating position of, uh, of, of a somebody in society, or even church. God is saying as Christians, we should avoid showing discrimination among people. We need to show love. We need to show unity. So as Christians, as we go out there, may we not practice favoritism. May we not practice discrimination against one another. May we love one another. Then the word of God uh, is also revealing to us that we should be practical people. We need to provide for the needs of those who are out there who have needs. 
For example, if you know that you have a sister or a brother who is unwell, is there something we can do so that we can buy them medicine or take them to the nearest uh, health facilities? If they are hungry, can we look for food for them? This is one thing I've observed, despite the fact that we have challenges of corona in the country, but God has blessed us with the plentiful of food. If you are driving between Western to Nairobi, you just see people harvesting everywhere. It is because God has given us this. And naturally, we should share this special gift with other people, either within this nation or elsewhere who are hungry. So God expects us to show that. Now, this sent me uh, thinking the other aspects when you read the whole book of John, of James, that God wants us to control. He mentions the issue of anger. The Lord wants us to control our anger. There are times um, when you're at our workplaces and people confront you with many challenging issues. There's this tendency to want to solve, to want to exchange, to entertain anger and you solve things that way. The other book part, thing that uh, James warning us is that we should avoid quarrels amongst ourselves as Christians. We shouldn't be quarreling. Then he's also showing us that we should watch our tongue. If you read chapter 3, which I have not read, James is telling us as Christians that our tongues can actually be loose. So he's encouraging us to watch what we speak and then I've always been informed by elders that the only way to show this is to listen twice, just like we have two ears and talk once because we have one mouth. Then James is also saying that we should not boast because he hates boasting, he has pride. We should love one another. Finally, James is encouraging us to pray. When solving issues, we need to pray. He's given an example of sicknesses where we need to pray in order to overcome. So our Christian life has many of these aspects, some of the ones that I've just shown them today. But God wants us to practice them out there. He wants us to exercise our faith. He wants to exercise what we are believing in it. Because if we do that, not only is our faith increase, but we begin to see how God is working in our environment. So today, I'm challenging us to go out there and attract God to our lives. We can only do it by practically living as Christians, by practicing some of those aspects that I've just mentioned today, by living, by avoiding anger, by avoiding quarrels, by avoiding show, showing favoritism, and controlling the tongue, boasting, and being patient with one another. That's what is Christianity. We need to practice today. We need to practice such that Come at the end of the day, people who know you will begin to notice that this indeed is a man of God. This indeed is a woman of God. He fears God. There's something special in them. And that perhaps may be a very good way of witnessing. It is even much more powerful than uh, uh, the way we traditionally want to bring people to Christ. So I want to pray for us today that we may go out there and exercise our faith. We may go there and demonstrate to people that this is what we ought to do. 
So let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for your word. We thank you for encouraging us, oh Papa, to do the right things to our neighbors. Oh God, we have not been doing these things in the past. And today morning, I pray, Papa, forgive us. Cleanse us. We have misrepresented you at our workplace. You chose us from the far ends of the world to come and do service there so that we can convict others to come to Christ. But we have not done it because we are not living like Christians. Cleanse us from wickedness. Cleanse us from weak heart, from wickedness in our souls and our spirit. Give us a new spirit so that we may worship you. And through worshiping, we may share your word of Father. Father, we have shown practices that do not depict a Christian. For example, we resolve our issues through anger. Papa, you hate anger, but you love righteousness. We pray today you may change our habits, you may change our demeanor, that we may show love even to our neighbors. And by not sinning against them, may we not commit adultery amongst them. May we not murder them. May we not hate our neighbors. Father, instead, may we maintain purity with them. May we love them. May we attract them to us, our oh Father. Teach us these things, our oh Father, we pray today. We pray you may teach us. Father, may we go outside there and practice our faith by answering to the needs of those who have a need. Be it lack of medicine, may we provide. Be it lack of money, God, all silver and gold belong to you. Cattle on a thousand hills are yours. And, oh God, you have said all trees in the forest belong to you. We know you'll provide even much, much more. Your word says give and shall be given to you and the like. This can only happen if we practice our faith. So today, my sisters and brothers, I'm asking you to go out and give. Give, give as much as you can. The Lord will answer you. He'll meet you at the very point of need. And we finally pray that as a Christian, you be a prayerful person. Uh, we are told in the book of Daniel, he would practice prayer several times during the day, maybe one in the morning, noon time, and one in the afternoon. And that's what kept this prophet, this man of God, live a pure life. This man of God, live a successful life as a Christian. Do we want to live this kind of life? Yes. Then we may have developed a habit of prayer. We need to practice a habit of prayer as a Christian. We should not be embarrassed about it. I have asked God to give me even all God and uh, strength and wisdom to practice at my workplace. And we have started, oh Lord God, this uh, uh, prayer altar in our work. Father, we pray you may strengthen it. May you increase its power. May you increase its strength. May you have altars wherever we are so that we can approach your throne of grace. God, teach us on how to pray. Teach us on how to pray. We pray today, Father, you may accompany us and be with us and continue revealing to us on ways in which we can live as Christians so that it's emulated, because that's the reason you put us on earth at this point in time. Father, may you answer our prayer. May you answer our prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing our prayer. Thank you for giving us the ability to go out there and share your love, share your kindness. Thank you today, O oh Lord, we pray. And now, my sister, I do not want to leave this, but I want to leave by us praying for the various needs of a Christian. Today I pray, just like I saw my neighbor's child who has an, uh, a challenge of autism, 
And therefore, whenever a vehicle comes, he keeps on touching on vehicles, even of neighbors, and goes to urinate on the side. I'm praying today, Lord God, that you may heal us. There are very many people who are healed out there, probably mentally, probably because of coronavirus, probably because of malaria, or another reason like TB. Father, we pray today, you may remember these brothers and sisters, come to their rescue. Your word says that by your stripes you are healed, that you took our infirmities and healed our diseases. We are trusting you have done so to the brethren today. And now we also want to pray for provision, provision in form of money, provision in form of housing, clothing, cars, provision, school fees. Father, we know all silver and gold belong to you. Cut on a thousand hills are yours. Father, may you provide this. We pray today that you may use us to give out these things for your kingdom, for the extension of the kingdom of the Lord. We cannot do it without the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we want to pray today and trust you to break bondages, things that to send people into prison. Father, I'm praying you loose us from all forms of bondages. Today we pray as we go out there, Father, remember people, may we pray for them that they are no longer under bondages. Our sons and daughters are freed from drugs. Our daughters are freed from prostitution. Father, may you remember them today. May you remember them today. And maybe somebody's looking for a business out there. We are praying today, you may be the brothers and sisters, open positions, open opportunities, that they may get something to sell and provide for the family needs. Today we are trusting you for that. May you come, Lord God, reveal yourself in this. Reveal yourself. Father, I want to pray for the nation. Today we are celebrating 10 years since uh, the constitution, the new constitution came into being. We thank you for it, our Father. We are praying as Kenyans. Father, may you maintain a sober political environment there. May you maintain a strong economic life of Kenyans. Father, may we leave our constitution. Papa, we pray even if amendments were done, may they not mutilate this document. May they not spoil it. Father, we pray especially for political stability in the land. May you command the parties to stay together. We pray for Jubilee. We pray for ODM and many other parties out there. May they live together in peace and harmony. We come against the spirit of vision. We come against the spirit of hatred. But we pray that love and righteousness may abound. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. You are worthy to be magnified. You are worthy to be glorified. Father, we pray that you may bless the work of our hands out there. Some of us are doing businesses. Papa, that's the work of their hands. May you open doors. May you open even more opportunities. May they supply many companies. May they answer to the various needs that are out there. It can only be possible with you, Lord God. Today we pray for that. Maybe some of you are students and wondering, when shall we go back to school? Stand with me today. Just like we are seeing signs, yesterday we were told about the expansion of the church from the original 15 people to even much more, to 100. We are trusting we are coming to an end to this pandemic. And the challenges that have been there, we resolved, we have been dissolved in one way or another. And one of the challenges has been people missing to go to school. We are thanking because the government will have to reconsider Father, allow us our children to go to school. May they enjoy schooling today. May they love you. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. We worship you. 
And now, my brothers and sisters, I know you can not enjoy these blessings to the full unless you are a child of God. And you can be a child of God by following the following prayer that I'm going to make. So repeat after me. Oh Lord God, I come before you this morning. I admit I am a sinner. Lord God, may you remove all sins from me. Blot out all these sins in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray today that, oh God, you turn my heart from sinning to seeking you, Lord God, so that I'm your child. I confess Jesus by my own mouth that is Lord and God of my life. And today, Lord Jesus, come into my life. May you write my name in the Lamb's book of life, oh God, today. Father, thank you. Thank you. If you have prayed that prayer with me, I am urging you to come to Crisco City Church this Sunday and join us in prayer. And if you are far away, then look for a Bible-believing church where you may join the people, you may grow in the services, you may grow through the teaching of that church and join it and begin serving the Lord. May the Lord be with you in that. And I want to live here and say, as we live here today, may all of us prosper in the hand of Christ. May he open doors where we are going. May he answer us at the very point of need. May you provide for the various needs. Thank you, Jesus, how we bless you. For in your name I pray and believe. Amen.